Joel Gould is on the line uh, at Dolphins Training. Been there this morning, mate. Um, and a new signing has spoken to the media as we also digest the round, uh, the NRL draw for 2024. Thanks for your time, mate. What did Jake Avarillo have to say this morning? Yeah, good morning, Matty. Uh, and good morning to your listeners. Yeah, look, he's um, he's just done the, uh, the... Wayne does the the old school 1.2 km time trial. He just did that in four minutes, 17 seconds. He's pretty fit. Um, he's Yeah, he was quite interesting. He, he's looking forward to playing um, centre with Herbie Farmworth, that's for sure. Um, and I think that's going to give the Dolphins a lot of strike in the centres. Uh, yeah, look, I, I think... From what he was saying, he's looking for a, a change. He had one meeting with Bennett, uh, like what he heard, bang, and away, away he went, and he signed a new deal. So, I, I do think, I do think he, he looks in great shape, and I think he he will give um, the Dolphins this. He talked about you know providing the speed and uh, putting his winger away, and he should have Jermaine Asako outside of him if he plays right wing, which, uh, right centre, which I presume he will. Um, so I think he's going to offer quite a bit to the Dolphins. Are they at full? Is everyone back for training? Are they at full tilt now? Not everyone's back, but there was a good chunk of um, some of their top players back today. Tom Gilbert, uh, pretty sure he won the time trial. Looks in amazing shape. Uh, Nick Rema, Milford, Mark Nichols, Kenny Bromwich, Wallace. Yeah, they, they had a good chunk. Uh, Sullivan. A lot of their top players were back uh, training today because. Obviously, they had um, an early exit. Well, they didn't play finals, so they've had they've had a two month break. Uh, no sign of Wayne at the moment, uh, but he doesn't mm. usually turn up for a few more weeks. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Higman, I don't know, he might be on his farm, so yeah. in the cattle. I don't know what he's doing, but he, he's certainly not here. Um, uh, the session being run by their, their fitness guru, um, Hickman's today. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you answered my next question without me having to ask it, but um, I was wondering where Wayne was, but he ain't there. He'll be there when he needs to be. So the the news is starting to filter in around the draw, mate. The Dolphins will have the Cowboys first up at Suncorp Stadium in round one, and they'll get their first home game the next week against the Dragons. Um, any hot points have have jumped out at you as the draw's been released this morning? Yeah, I think I think the Dolphins and the Titans will be very happy with their their draw, especially the first five weeks. The Broncos have got a tough opening to their campaign, and then it, then it evens out. I think it's pretty fair for them. They do get a lot of games in Queensland, so from a Queensland point of view, just looking at those three teams or Southeast Queensland point of view, I think I think the Titans and Dolphins will be very happy with the the start to their season. It gives an opportunity to if if they can click. To, to get some points together for the Broncos, it's a tough initiation, obviously with the Roosters, and, and amongst it all, they've got Penrith, Melbourne, um, South Sydney, and the Cowboys. So that's they've probably got the toughest start to the season. And and looking at the draw that just come out on the um, the website there, the NRL website, I think Melbourne's got a very difficult draw. Um, they they seem to play a lot of those top top eight sides twice. I think they might have twelve or fourteen games against the the top eight uh, from last last year. But, and also the, the Sharks, once again, have got, um, you know, very, very kind draw. Uh, only, I think, nine games against the top eight in the whole season. But look, one thing I'd say, Matty, is when people talk about the draw, and you'd have to say, looking at it, and looking at the top 10 or 12 teams that have we've seen the last few years, that 
the usual suspects usually finish in the top eight. Melbourne, Penrith, South, the Broncos. South not yeah. last year, obviously. Um, but it's a bit of a double-edged sword having what's so-called an easy draw because we've seen the Sharks get to finals football. And for whatever reason, they haven't really fired. They've gone out backwards. They don't look battle-hardened. And I can honestly say that I think it can count against you sometimes. It certainly helps you get into the top eight. Um, if if you, you still got to perform, and the Sharks have obviously won their games, but is it really a benefit to you when the whips are cracked? Oh, I think we just lost Joel there. I think our system just shut down there. Yeah, you see the point that, that Joel was making around that, you know, um, the usual suspects are the usual suspects when you think about the top eight. So you, you take a look at the round and you go, you take a look at the draw and you go, okay, what what about when, when we get to the crunch time here? We can look at the draw and dissect and who plays who and who's got this and um, Cronulla, nine games against teams that played finals in 2023. Well, all that comes into play. Who gets the buy in round one? Who gets the buy at the back end? Well, who's there when the whips are cracking? And it's the usual suspects. A really interesting one that's that's just got me at the moment. I don't know if I'm I'm reading too much into this, but I, I can't imagine. I can't. I, I don't know if there's going to be much conjecture around the fact that for the first time, as far as I can see for a long time, if not forever, the very first game of the season will be behind a paywall. So normally the season starts on a Thursday night and that'll end up on free-to-air and on Fox. But this time around with the Las Vegas games coming into play, it's a Sunday afternoon into Australia, double header. The first game, Seagulls, Rabbitohs, Fox. And the second game, Roosters, Broncos, which is 3.30 on a Sunday afternoon, will be on Fox and Nine. It's only one game, but it's the opening game of the season. So let's just see how that one pans out. Our thanks to Joel Gould. So we've had a little bit of a system meltdown there, but thanks to Joel um, for his time and insights into training there at the Dolphins. No sign of Wayne. Then he's going to turn up when he needs to. Matt says, Matty, what's often overlooked with Marnus is that he saves you about 20 runs in the field. Yeah, and often pulls off a run out and did so uh, the other night. He must be there says Matt. Thank you for that, mate. Uh, Matty, I thought it was ridiculous that Rugby Union didn't allow the World Cup quarters on Channel 9. You said the broadcasters are in charge. Now you say Channel 9's not happy about Round 1 NRL, so maybe they are not in charge, (laughs) says Tony. Well, the reports were that 9 were hoping to have that match between the Knights and the Raiders. These were the reports. Flipped into Eels and Bulldogs. So their first match of the season on a Thursday night, Channel 9, remember they'll get Roosters-Broncos on Sunday afternoon, but the first Thursday night match will be Canberra v Newcastle in Newcastle. There was some um, drama around trying to reschedule the Eels v Bulldogs because that's at Combank Stadium and there is uh, A-League going on essentially at the same time. Um, not at the same time, but just a day apart. So there's a lot of juggling around to do. Uh, in that department. What's all this fuss, says Brett? Either Marnus or Marcus. Maxi is the best, bar none. <laughs> yes. Now, the Greg from Gundagai situation. Uh, McHugh says, Greg, can you please... And we haven't heard from Greg from Gundy. Can you please tip South Africa to beat Australia in the Cricket World Cup and Australia not win the World Cup? So we're going... Greg from Gundy has become the reverse tipster. Uh... 
on the horse tipping, can I tip the listeners into SEN track on Sundays? Miles and Sammy could not miss yesterday, and they actually know what they're talking about, says Tim. Mate, SEN track's awesome. Is Greg, says Paramat. Nice to hear from you this morning. Uh, I think I'll hold that one for later on. But you basically say, uh, oh, I see, I see. Is he sitting on his lunchbox? So, you know, the old tucker box. Dog sat on the tucker box down there. Five miles from Gundagai. More likely as I think it's got a current feel of 16 degrees. So Paramount reckons that Greg may be waiting for higher temperatures for the nudie run. I hope he's not waiting for when I'm driving through town. Uh, it's been a routine for our family for a long, long time to stop there at the dog on the tucker box, take a daggy photo and move on. <laughs> and it's got to be daggy. Ah, oh dear. 20 minutes after 10 for our Brizzy and... Gold Coast listeners, 20 past 11 for those tuned in at 11.70am in Sydney.